0: Welcome to another episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jordan Garcia. Along with me, I have... Armando Avizu here. And if you haven't listened to us before, uh, what we'd like to do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast is, you know, we're a cult that worships the Criterion Collection, and so we'll watch a film and discuss a film that's in the Criterion Collection, and then one of us, either me or Armando, will bring a film... From week to week. Yes. (laughs) Believe... We'll bring a film that we believe belongs in the collection, and we'll convince the Criterion Collection to put it in, and we'll discuss that film as well. And today is my picks. Uh, today we're, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, the Brits. We're going to be going over there, and uh, we're talking about the hit from 1984, which is in the Criterion Collection. That's directed by Stephen Frears. Later on, we'll be talking about Kill List from 2011, directed by Ben Wheatley. But, in terms of the hit, it's a film that stars John Hurt, who plays Mr. Braddock. We got Tim Roth, a very young, and wild Tim Roth, playing Myron. We got Terrence Stamp, playing Willie Parker, and Laura Del Sol, playing Maggie. And this is about uh, a film, the film is about 10 years after ratting on his old mobster friends in exchange for personal immunity, two hitmen drive a hardened criminal to Paris for his execution. However, while on the way, whatever can go wrong does go wrong. Ooh.
1: It does, because there'd be no movie if nothing went wrong, right? Well, yeah, it has to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and these are hitmen. Hitmen are stupid,
1: <laughs> or they seem to always get themselves caught in kind a of situation because at least when I they're was, being if filmed. I, if I was a hitman and this was always happening, it was like we I can't do this anymore, right? I mean,
0: you know, at least when they're getting filmed, it always seems to be the hitmen that just are the toughest, the greatest hitmen. Once the cameras on them, yeah. they seem to just botch everything. <laughs> and Stephen Frears knows that. And he went and he caught that perfectly. So this uh, matches up with the kill list uh, later on, because it's also about a hitman, but it also sort of does in a lot of other ways, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, This is sort of my... Life and
1: death, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, that sort of uh, a path to that, right? Mm -hmm. Like that sort of path that you go on to get to that end, right? Well, yeah, accepting it and not accepting accepting it. it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: however you go about it.
0: Here it's a little more... Uh, It's a little more poetic. Well, I guess hammered on, but it's a little more on the nose, you know. More on the nose, I I was just going to say. So this is Terrence Stamp. He plays a a criminal who rats on all his friends. And then 10 years later, which is pretty crazy, it's 10 years later. I would think it would be a little less that they would come after him but i guess they might have barely well, it's found because the
1: guy was getting out of jail right kind of that was the kind that's of the probably deal, true you know yeah so we're going after him yeah so
0: john hurt and tim roth they go after terrence snap and they're gonna they're gonna He's take hiding him to paris. out
1: somewhere in uh españa
0: yes and they're gonna take him to paris to give him to the boss t- to kill him mm-hmm. and john hurt just want to get into that right away uh the acting John Hurt is playing pretty much, in my opinion, like the Grim Reaper or something, right? Mm-hmm. This sort of quiet, uh, menacing person who does... It's not that he has a heart, but there is more to him than that. He has like yeah. a character to him, but I think it's... To me, it felt feels like he's just sort of taking all these characters to their death, right?
1: Yeah, he's really stoic and like, you know, there's no there's no life in him kind of like you know what she would think the grim Reaper is and that's funny because he's taken all the life
0: and john hurt is really good for that because he has really like these really beady kind of black eyes
1: well he covers them up a lot too with he's always wearing sunglasses but
0: even then well even then when you see john hurt's eyes he they're very just they're, they're you know i mean now that's no not emotion, an insult kind of. yeah he but but there's times where he can play a very sympathetic character yeah. and you can believe that but here he's a young john hurt he's smooth He's slick. Oh, he's all slick. He's he's good looking, <laughs> yeah. but he's got that he's got those devilish good looks. You know what I mean? And then you have Tim Roth, who's sort of the other side of that. This young wild wild card who just yeah, has the nunchucks. Young, the young and...
1: toxic uh, male guy that we all want to be when we're twenty years old.
0: Yes, you want to be tough. You want to have ninja stars you and have nunchucks. I guess. <laughs> yeah,
1: bleached hair, sunglasses, a real wild attitude towards life. You know. And that's what, I mean, that's what I felt towards Tim Ross's character. Yeah, he was really wild, but then you really see the soft, sad boy that he is. Because the girl they pick up later, like, he's already just falling in love with her and trying to, you know. And she's giving him no sense of, like, anything. Yeah, he just has,
0: it's that false sense of, like, toxic masculinity where he's just Mm -hmm. trying to puff out his chest for everyone else. Where he just really is... He's really a sensitive guy. He's peacocking, as they say. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He really cares. But there actually is this really great scene with Tim Roth where he goes to order a beer. And I believe they're in Madrid. Yes?
1: Not yet. They're going towards Madrid. They're going going towards towards to Madrid. Madrid. But they're...
0: Yes, but nobody speaks English. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Spanish that's being spoken. He goes into a little bar to get some cervezas. Spanish. Yes, and he's going to order Cuatro those. cervezas. And there's a couple of, you know, there's like a group of these four dudes, and they're making fun of him in Spanish. And yeah. you don't get any subtitles for the Spanish stuff, which I think is great, mm-hmm. because you if you, you know Spanish. See they're making fun of him. And also, if you know Spanish, they're pretty much just always saying, like, the insults in Spanish, yeah. you know? Like, and you can hear that they're making fun of them. If you know general <laughs> Spanish, you know? And so you don't really need that. You can just tell that you get their vibe. Mm. And so he gets all mad and he just literally uh, opens up his jacket and he just pulls out <laughs> a ninja star. He pulls out a a like a, this, a but... like a chain to wrap around his his fist. Yeah, his fist. Yeah. And like some sort of like uh then it's then like ha- it's like a wire that he puts around his finger that like he stabs somebody with. Mm. It's like this straight oh, okay. wire. Yeah. And, he, and he, he just puts the beard in his I can see all pocket. that he wrapped
1: around is like... Because he always has that billy club, too. Yeah, know? and then
0: he has the billy club. And then he had a bunch of darts in his jacket. Mm-hmm. And he also had a slingshot.
1: And if this movie would have <laughs> been a big hit in the 80s, they would have been an action figure made of this oh, yeah. character, you know? With yeah, all if, these if it was an
0: American movie and he was, like, that... Like a, a, a lovable sidekick with yeah. all that shit. Yeah,
1: that they would have been a <laughs> actual figure.
0: Because I'm telling you, he had a jacket yeah. full of shit. Because all, all
1: of his accessories, you know? Yeah,
0: that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And he's supposed to be just like a hitman. <laughs> all he needs is a gun. You don't need all that shit. And so, yeah, and he ends up just like wrecking the whole bar that he's at. He just like stabs all of them. He like... Beats them up and does all this shit. Like, cause there's make, a qu-
1: and make sure the cervezas are safely in his jacket. Yeah, he takes them. Yeah, yeah. he he knows how to he yeah. knows how to secure a cerveza. Yeah. That's 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 one thing I can give to those British folk, and they know how to
0: secure a cerveza. I scare a pint. Yeah. Oh yeah, and. That scene was just very – it just reminded me because, you know, if you've seen films of of Tim Roth when he's younger, he's very much like that. Very frantic, very uh, wild, very – like there's a lot of
1: energy in him, you know? Well, yeah, he's the young versus the old, you know, where uh, John Hurt is the old hand at this. Like he's old school and Tim Roth is just barely coming into this kind of hitman business as you find out later, because you don't know, because he kind of comes off he comes off so confident and stuff. At first. And, and yeah. later you kind of see his character kind of like unravel and kind of really show himself where he doesn't know anything, you know? Like he's just, this is, he's learning. Yeah. You know?
0: And and I, and, another, and one thing that I want to sort of compare this film to that I think uh, if people haven't seen it and they're listening to this mm-hmm. and, and it's like, oh, maybe they don't know if they want to check it out, is I think uh, the tone and sort of vibe of it, even though it's not as long, is sort of like The Irishman, right? It's mm-hmm. not... It's like about a hitman, sure, and there is like like violence and there is stuff, but it's it's pretty slow. It, not slow in a bad way, but it's pretty. It's it's got a certain pace. Yeah, it's not here to like give you action and action, even though there are some pretty like a uh, pretty uh, explosive scenes, maybe like one or two, I would mm-hmm. say, because there's there is violence, and I think uh, the director uh, Stephen Frears does a great job of balancing that. Uh, you know the tone of that to not. Uh, you know, you can probably get bored in certain ways. I don't know if you ever... I'm just going to bring this up because mm. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The American with George Clooney. Uh, uh, no, I haven't. But, so it's just yeah. like about a hitman <clears throat> who's sort of like hiding out... <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Who's like hiding out in, I believe, Italy or France or something. Mm. And it's it's kind of got a slow pace and, and he thinks that somebody's like maybe trying to kill him. and But there's no action at all. It yeah. it, it has like a slow pace and it's supposed to be sort of this artsy kind of hitman movie. And I think the the thing that it does is that it's... Who directed The
1: American? Was uh, it somebody like...
0: Yes, he did Control. It was Anton Corbin, I believe. Never
1: mind, we'll skip this one. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I
0: was going to say. It's not really... It, his stuff is sort of it has no like soul or backing behind mm-hmm. it. It doesn't feel like That's anything. It feels very surface.
1: Little, another another Soderberg over
0: here. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't compare him too much to Soderberg. Soderberg at least has a little more spunk than him. Eh. a little more just like a tiny bit, a tiny bit. But I, I would never see him like anton Corbin in the in the collections. Soderberg stuff makes sense in the collection, right? The stuff he has. But what I'm saying is that the hit, is sort of able to do that idea of keeping a slow burn kind of hitman movie where there's no stupid... Ac- where it's not like a Jason Statement hitman movie or, or something yeah. where there's a bunch of fucking crazy action scenes where and he does all this like, shit.
1: like, uh, catchphrases and stuff yes. like that, taglines. Yeah. It, it really, it's talking was,
0: about, like, Mortality, does does this hitman even want to kill people? Does, yeah. you know, like, th- this person who's going to die uh, is accepting dying, mm-hmm. but is he for real? Like, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, what, that's one of the things I really liked about this film, too, is just the pacing of it, you know, because it just feels like, you know, it's not action-packed, it's not trying to, like, catch your attention every you know 10 minutes or something like that or doing something wild you know i mean sort of i mean just to hit uh like film film beat to hit film yeah script Mm -hmm. beats you know like stuff like that and yeah yeah keep the story moving along but it's not like this big like uh uh what do they call it like a cinematic um p like what do they call it like a cinematic like um I don't know, like Pete, like you know, like kind of like cow- cinematic pee pee. <laughs> no, you know, you know, <laughs> well, like, you, well, you know, like uh, how in um, what's it called? And uh, there will be blood. You know, when the when the the oil thing catches on fire, it's like uh, I forget. It's like I forget what they call it now. I can't think of it. Fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: cinematic milkshake. I'm yeah. not sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, just one, just like a I don't. Yeah. What? Any. Anyway, but I just like the pace of the film. Like it's just going along with the characters, kind of like. Where it feels like, you know, like uh, I've seen like this in like an Alex Cox movie or something like that where it's, you know, just kind of really slow and kind of just following these characters or even Wes Anderson, how he does it, you know, and I was... I was kind of like getting mad at myself for kind of trying to p- compare it to Wes Anderson, but you find out later that yes, Wes Anderson saw this movie and it's one of his favorites. Yeah, British if you films. go to
0: the Criterion uh collection, right, it's isn't in his top ten Criterion. Uh, films? It might
1: be, but I saw it, it was one of the trivia things on IMDb. Oh, okay, too, yeah, that so, makes sense but, too. But
0: he has mentioned it a bunch. Yes, but yeah,
1: and then when I was seeing um, Tim Ross' character kind of unravel. Where he's not this like you know like old hand at like you know killing or being a hitman. He's kind of his first time where he's trying to learn, which Dignan and Bottle Rocket is trying to be a gangster. You know, a thief. Right. You know, he also has same kind of haircut. Yeah, and they're kind of like <laughs> these like you know like spunky kind of guys that like you know they're just like. They're young and they're kind of like they don't know what to do with their energy that all this energy they have, you know, so they're just kind of like all over the place. And I
0: feel like if Wes Anderson wanted to, he he probably did it because he didn't want to give too much of a homage to the film. Digman should have had like nunchucks and ninja stars and yeah. stuff like they would have had stuff like that, yeah. like a Tim Ross character does. In the yeah, movie, exactly. You know, they would have thought to carry that shit around like darts and shit.
1: But it's funny that they just have the gun and they just like right. You know? They like share one. Ooh, gun. Yeah, one gun. <laughs> yeah. And, like and he didn't even pay for it. You know, like
0: it's sort of the same thing. It's like a, it's like that same idea. Yeah, it's like this guy who has all these stupid weapons that aren't going to help him in anything because he's like a little kid because he doesn't and, know how to use them. And the same know? thing with them was like three guys who have one gun and none of them yeah. are going to use it on anybody but yeah they could shoot it like
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no that's that's a really great connection to make because i think that shows both whether it's steven fears and wes anderson who's also in the collection how great directors they are that they can just have this subtlety uh and, and sort of not necessarily still but pay homage to different things and take from different things mm-hmm. because i imagine steven fears probably had um an idea of, like, what he wanted to do with a Hitman movie. And I'm sure the story probably calls for that, but he also probably saw other films that he thought as, like... And, and to me, I just sort of think of stuff like *The Samurai and mm-hmm. stuff like that, older yeah. films that kind of give you where you think it's supposed to be some action-packed thing, but it's sort of slower, it's sort of more uh, meditative. It's, it's a, sort of, it's you a know. character piece. It's not yeah. an
1: action-packed film. Like, you know, it's more about, yeah, developing these... Uh, jonathan hurt's character or even uh terrence stamp's character you know where yeah who's great you, in this? yeah they're both great where you just th- feel like you know like not a little towards the end is where like they kind of give like the like the um the thesis of the film kind of like right you know accepting or kind of you no know, having to deal with your death because it's always going to come with what- whatever story right or no know- it's like
0: knowing that you sort of uh, made a path to yourself to this moment to death in yeah. most ways you know like yeah either Whether way comes sooner or later yes or whenever yeah. you know
1: and yeah and just learning how to accept that but i mean even you learn terrence stamp hasn't like as much as he thinks he's accepted that he kind of has it which you is know? a really great scene yeah it because
0: is. he comes off so confident and so like i don't care that i'm gonna be taken to die
1: Whatever. I've had these these ten years to kind of like develop this kind of like acceptance, you know. I've been reading books, I've been like all this beautiful stuff, you know, and like internalizing all the all these things, you know. And yeah, like I can.
0: And it's also a good mind fuck to the, those hitmen, to yeah. see him so. Oh, okay, like fine, you're taking me here to die. Like, yeah, I'm ready. He goes with them so easily. He never tries to run away yeah, from he's them. Yeah, preparing himself. Yeah, and and they're all just so. It makes sort of John Hurt, who again I think is like the Grim Reaper. It makes him sort of kind is, of question his job which
1: is funny because he hasn't accepted his death because yeah the reaper doesn't die right right you know but we see that yes the you do know? yes
0: yeah or that he and i think you know and again this is just sort of me because i was super high and i'm high now <laughs> is that you know you see something like that and you know because Terrence stamp is so accepting of his death he's like i'm, I'm ready to go i'm ready to die mm-hmm. it sort of confuses the grim reaper john hurt
1: or think who, about his mortality, too. And
0: start to think about, what am I doing then? Like, why am I doing this? Because the whole point is that I'm supposed to be this menacing figure, that people are supposed to be scared of me when I pull out this gun or when I look at them. And everyone else is, but he's not.
1: Yeah, but if you're not scared, then what? Like, what yeah. am I, you know? Yeah, then what's wanna, the point? I want to, like, inject fear into you, and I'm yes. not injecting that fear, you know? Right.
0: And that's why, even with... I, I feel like maybe that's sort of the, the deal with uh, with Maggie as well, Laura Soul. Who's, you know, this uh, this uh, I believe she's uh, uh, she's Spanish, but they pick her up in in some situation. They have to pick her up along the way as a witness. But I think that's another thing, too, is that she doesn't the way that uh, the guy that they find her with um, is so scared of John Hurt. Where yeah. she isn't really, she doesn't really have that fear of them. She's like able to like kind of fight back with them and stuff. Yeah,
1: because she's already experienced these kind of things where she's been in these life death yeah, situations. She, like, yeah, you, know? you get
0: a little quick backstory of her that she lived on the street yeah. and stuff. She had to sell herself at bars and do all yeah. these things, so she's aware of how to like live and like yeah. do shit. And I think like yeah, that it, it's like he's bringing, trying to bring like he's the grim reaper bringing them to their deaths, but. There's people that aren't really scared of him, and they're just questioning the Grim Reaper. Yeah, and, and the, he doesn't understand yeah. why, and so it makes him question himself. And so it it is more than just oh, it's just two hitmen picking up this guy to go drive him to kill him. Yeah. It, because of the way that it's filmed, uh, obviously the way that it's written, the way that it's, it's called acted, a
1: journey, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's called a film, people. All right, have you ever seen yeah. <laughs> one? Huh? This is this is gonna got the rock in it.
1: But yeah, I mean. I mean Maggie's character is kind of unwritten, but not at the same time because you kind of find out all these things about her. Like yeah, the guy's like the guy who's with her like earlier in the film when they meet. He's like, oh yeah, what do you think? How old she is? Blah blah. blah like fifteen, like you know, 16, 18 Like 50, or she's fifteen or something. You know? Yeah, she's this young girl, and like, oh, this has been the best time of my life, and like. Yeah, and she, t- and then
0: that's how she survives because she that, knows if she tells that some old creepy white guy. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna believe it. Yeah, and he's, he's gonna. Like, Take that as like a invitation, and it's, they're it's fucking sick. And anyone else, Australians anyone are crazy. outside
1: of the situation, could see, Oh, yeah, she's not 15, you know? yes, yeah. But it's because of that guy wanting to believe that she's 15, just believes it and is excited about that. And
0: yeah, no, it's true, she is underwritten, but I feel like she does have, uh, like, uh, luckily, uh, this Laura de Sol who I don't think she was in many other things but she does uh, she does a great job of sort of just conveying stuff without really having to speak or really having lines she does a lot of great like uh, emotional stuff with her face yeah and just like reacting she she
1: only speaks Spanish but you kind of find out later like yeah yeah she can sort of
0: speak English or she at least understands understands what they're saying yeah but she's also just great at sort of conveying like I'm a tough person without having to say it ever. There's never, like, a speech she has to give. Like, I was on the streets, oh, she and I could do it Oh, yeah, okay, yes. <laughs> like that, I Yeah, mean, she's not yeah, just, yeah. like,
1: she's not talking a big talk, you know? Right. She's kind of, like, backing her shit up. That's like, what I'm saying. She shows it. She
0: literally yeah. shows it as opposed to saying she it. She bites John Hurt's yeah. hand and, yeah, like, yeah, doesn't she doesn't let go, you Yeah, know? she doesn't fuck around. Yeah. She's like, fucks. She can fuck them up if she had got yeah. the chance to, and she was able to, you know? Yeah. So that's what I really also enjoyed about it. Is that, yeah, again, it's a little underwritten. It's a little, yeah. There's not very many women roles in the, really both of these films, unfortunately. Yeah, but, they're you know, kind of like second, blame the, very secondary. Uh, like blame that. the British. Blame the Queen.
1: <laughs> God save the Queen.
0: Yeah, no. blame, blame Prince Harry or whoever. Which, which one's the one that's still over there? I don't
1: know. <laughs> Charles, um, I don't. know. Yeah, I
0: think it's Charles. It's still over there. Yeah, blame him. You yeah, know what, Charles? Bald one, <laughs> Come on, dog. You ain't the sexiest baldest guy. We got two <laughs> sexy bald guys right here. Um, yeah. So Stephen Frears has My Beautiful Lingerette in the Criterion Collection, but he's also done The Grifters. He's also dipped into some American stuff. And if you've guys seen High Fidelity, which I'm sure you have, he's also he did that. He did uh, The Queen. Which was nominated for Academy Awards, so the
1: Queen, ooh,
0: yeah, so but but what I wanted to bring up was High Fidelity, yeah, uh, and, is... and it's, so basically what what I wanted to bring up all those things was to sort of so show the range of the director, mm-hmm. and that you know you can sort of get like uh, uh, different different themes out of different things from a from a director and. I don't know if I can say that I recognize his style right off the bat. You know, I, I wouldn't say if I can really point it out and say, mm-hmm. oh, that's a Steven Frears movie, that, necessarily. Yeah, well,
1: yeah, I haven't seen enough of his films to say that. But, right. Because both, I mean, from this, I mean, to the Grifters, to High Fidelity, like, they're all pretty different, you know? They are, like, they are very know? different, like, yeah. The, I mean, the, um, the hit, I mean, it feels 80s, but in that good kind of 80s where they're really, like, trying to like invent shots not trying to just do the norm like cut back and back like back and forth to talking heads you know where they're trying sure to make oh, like, yeah you know mm-hmm. mood and scene like you know things happen and like get this weird feeling about things you know like and even a high fidelity i mean i don't know that's like i it's well directed and it's funny like but like yeah from this to that it's I wouldn't even think it was the same person doing it, you know?
0: Right, because you don't really feel like, oh, you, you don't see sort of a camera move it or something that says, yeah. oh, that's a Stephen Frears camera yeah, move it. Where, exactly. You know, there's certain directors where you can sort of feel that. But yeah, and, then. But, this that, is I'm not, second, but I wouldn't say that takes away from them. No, not at all. Not yeah. at all. Well, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? But
1: yeah, this is only his second feature, The Hit, I think, right? And so, yeah, when you're either. I, I young, believe he did TV, a bunch of TV Yeah, stuff he did before. a lot yeah. of TV, I guess. And yeah, you. You, you know, you see that it's a young film director, you know, doing things, you know, like and trying to make stuff and like, you know, like just say as the Cohens you know, when like, yeah, we watch Blood Simple again. Like, yeah, th- these are young filmmakers like shooting their shot, you know, for sure. Yeah. You know? And yeah. To... And
0: and also, again, it's just a really um, at me uh saying that I uh, this is sort of I would say probably like my fourth or fifth time seeing this mm. Um because, and, and the reason I bring that up is because it is a good film, and I want to, uh, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a Hitman movie where there's a bunch of action in it, you know? And then there's some good violent violent stuff in here, and it's really fun. And, you know, should we do final thoughts? Let, yeah. let me hear your final thoughts, Mondo, on this. Because, you know, it's Stephen Frears, and it's the yeah. hit, and it's these, these limey Brits. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I really didn't know what to expect from this when I saw it because you, you told, yeah, you said you were we we're doing this one this week or whatever. And then I saw the cover and I was like, oh, is this a newer film? Does this just come out? Sort of like because I saw the new Criterion Blu-ray cover or whatever. That oh, okay. It, you uh-huh. know? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, is this recent? And I thought I saw an older Tim Roth. You know, for some, but I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I saw. I got you. You know, like yeah, yeah.
0: See, yeah. I'm the one who like smokes weed. You don't, so I don't know how that.
1: <laughs> I don't know what I saw. But That's I something saw. that I would think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but was yeah, that, I but... just look at any cover in Criterion. Is that an older Tim Rock? <laughs> just and then any
1: when I, and then Kretchen when Kretchen. I was first wa- and then when it starts, you know how it starts with, uh, you just see the back of the uh, John Hurt's character walking on that uh, that hill to that thing or whatever. I thought that was Tim yeah, Rock like for some reason. Because you, know, you don't see you don't see the person's face or whatever. Oh, okay. So yeah. you
0: yeah you probably thought the pictures of John Hurt was Tim Roth. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: exactly. Because I didn't see that young picture of Tim Roth. Right, yeah.
0: right. Yeah, he's not too much in the in the promo stuff for yeah. it. It's mostly John Hurt and the and actually the Maria del Sol for some reason mm-hmm. and like a lot of the posters. Sorry, go ahead.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I didn't see the the posters like until like later after I watched the movie or whatever. But anyway, but one of the things just as earlier we were talking about the like the pacing and the tone of the film is is what really got me you know like it's just like where i just keep thinking comic book kind of like you know like an okay. noir kind of like comic book and like just like there's that, that overhead shot of when um john hurt and uh, maria del sol or laura del sol sorry they they go off to that gas station real quick to I don't know what they're doing. And it's, like, over-the-top shot. Oh, and, okay. You know, uh-huh. And, like... It's yeah, kind yeah, of like And it's, fit. like,
0: their little struggle that they yeah. have. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, like,
1: that... Just how that whole thing plays out just look like... I was like, damn, that's so fucking cool-looking, you know, like... But, yeah, what you said
0: earlier, you're, you're totally right about that he was going out of his way to not just do, like, a regular two-shot of things like
1: that. Yeah, or just, or the simple like, talking things. heads, you know, like, you know, and trying to frame these people in different ways and, like, do things, you know. Even, Make it interesting. It, yeah, and even when... Um, so when they go and kill that guy, when they go to that the apartment, that apartment or whatever,
0: where they find uh uh Maggie A, uh, lure, or yeah Maggie's character yeah yeah they and
1: uh, and then John Hurt comes back to the room to kill him, but he doesn't kill him right away, and the guy keeps on expecting him to kill him, and they just kind of have it on him and his face, they're just watching the soccer game, the footy ball or whatever, and you know and he's like and you hear that noise and you. And it kind of sounds like a yeah, going, you, clicking back or something, yeah. but it's just, you know, his, his Zippo lighter opening up and him lighting a cigarette and sitting on the couch and but he's going to like take his time. Like, you yeah. know, he's going to let this guy kind of, I don't know, sort of feel at ease maybe, but I mean, I don't know how he could, you know.
0: Yeah, that makes it even worse, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so just
1: fucking do it. like, Just like, don't give me any. like, just Yeah, stop do, fucking you know? smoking. Shoot <laughs> me in the head. I know you're going to do it. Just hurry yeah. up, you know? Yeah, it's like, I'm going to kill you when the cigarette's over, you know? Yeah. Like, it's kind of that thing. But, yeah, just the tone and, like, just the whole vibe of the film was just so awesome, you know? And, I mean, yeah, it's kind of the, like, the message or point is really on the nose Especially because they repeat Terrence Stamp's um, little speech they did like 20 minutes earlier. About death, end. yeah. It's like, okay, we we got we just heard that. We know. we. Yeah, you we, didn't have to put it as a voiceover. St- I know, yeah, I know yeah. we're stupid as film viewers, but we just heard that. We get it. And know?
0: that was certainly for American audiences. Yeah, right? Because like, American audiences are dumb as fuck. At least, and certainly back then for movies like that, you know they would have watched that and be like, what was the point? So they needed to have some voiceover to tell them, this is what this is about. Yeah. You dumb fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> but death yeah, is a... and
1: that's weird. Yeah. And so that's a whole, another thing is where like Terrence Stamp feels this way about death. And he's like, you know, it's just like the beginning. You don't know it's there and you don't like, you know, and that's how it kind of ends. And when you're in the end of it, you don't know from the beginning or the end, you know, it's just kind of like, you just don't know, you know, you're like, your force your soul is not there whatever and that's what john hurt's character feels at the end i think you know he kind of realized he uh terrence Stamp's character helped him realize that right that's know? why he sort in of i
0: end. mean it's sort of like him hearing that in his head yeah yeah but you sort of could have just he, you could have really left out that voiceover and just shown john just by hurt's the face space, yes, yes exactly. and known that that's what he's thinking I get it, yeah. yeah
1: and even just and how they cut back to uh Maggie's face, where right. she's right there for no reason, kind looking of looking at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a blank. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna watch you die. Yeah, I'm just gonna stare at you die, <laughs> yeah. even
0: though the cops should have been like, You need to leave. This is <laughs> <Yeah>. we just <laughs> shot somebody, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I have to give this like three, like almost four bird shits on my head, you know? Okay, all right, <laughs> you know, it was just it's good, it's really good. Like, the tone, like, the just the pacing of the film is just so awesome. and. And the filmmaking is great. Like, it's just there. Like, it's a young... It's a young man, toxic male film, and uh-huh. we love that here at the Great Terrian <laughs> Sure, yes, we don't allow it. We're a He-Man woman-hater club. No, I'm just kidding. You know. uh,
0: for reference, uh, there's a scene where John Hurt tells uh, one of the characters that have bird shit in their hair, just to reference your rating. Yeah, you, not to say that that mattered, but I was just trying to say that's, that is a pretty funny scene, because that's how he figures out that she understands Yeah, English. she's Yeah, she's not just... Yeah, he yeah. tells uh yeah, he tells, uh, She's kind of Laura trying to play dumb, you know, like, yeah. like
1: a... Lost in translation kind of thing, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean I'm glad yeah, fuck yeah. The hit, baby. Well, yeah, the, the big hit. hit with mark Nin- Wahlberg blue diamond film. Yeah, I should have brought the, the big hit remake. I should
0: have paired it with the with the big hit. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been yeah. there's a lot lots of lots to compare. Lots to unpack
1: right there. <laughs> a lot of mustaches to unpack.
0: Yeah, so just really quick one of my favorite films. Another film that I just like watching again, it just makes me want to buy it. With you know, again, here we're talking about physical media on this podcast. Mm. That's why we talk about the Criterion Collection because they have it's worth it to buy this film. Uh, you know, because you're gonna get a bunch of special features, you're gonna get stuff that matter. It's gonna be a cool cover, and this film is I think worth it. I, I would recommend it to anybody who wants to just kind of sit back and maybe watch. You know a nice fucking 80s british gangster film i mean i you know a lot not enough people what's, really what's watch those and talk about them. it
1: doesn't feel 80s either you know it's, well no no, it's no, no. Kind of, of course timeless, but, but but i just say that because yeah. it
0: you know you know unfortunately it's a lot of people you have to let them know in the time frame because you know if it wasn't before the fucking if it if it if it didn't happen after the dark night some for some reason no one believes yeah, it, it doesn't exists. work yeah, it doesn't yeah. Work so what I'm saying is that, like, yeah, no, it's not. But and also, it's the '80s, but it's not Back to the Future or Sixteen Candles '80s. Yeah. It's just a movie it's, that took place in the, that was put out released in the '80s. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, and it's just like
1: and the and '80s so, gets a bad rap, but it shouldn't. You know,
0: yes, because a lot of people will just assume that it's sort of just John Hughes or mm-hmm. just things like that, and that's not true at all. That is just if you were a teenager and didn't know anything, then you'd be stupid enough to think that like yes. I did. That's what I thought as well. And then you realize, oh, that movie came out in the 80s. Oh, that movie came out in the Oh, these are all great films yeah. and they were in the 80s. And it's not like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, uh, fucking Breakfast Club or whatever. Yeah. Even though it's on the Criterion Collection. <laughs> but so the hit, I recommend it to everyone. Um, I think it's a fantastic, fantastic film concerning... Uh, someone, you know, immortality, people dealing with death, but realizing that you're never really ready for something like that. You're never really going to be prepared for something like that, but it's done in a way that's not some stupid, people just sort of sitting around talking to each other about it. Even though they are talking to each other about it, there's the idea of, oh, he's a mobster, these are hitmen, and they're taking him to his death. And they're dealing Lobster with things in too so, Yeah. Same difference. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, did I say hipster? No, I'm just. Joking. Oh. <laughs> like, you know, like
1: they might as well just be like you
0: know. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Both all of them. Yeah. They all look good, and <laughs> that's what I mean. They get Terrence Stamp. They're driving him around. He's got these. You know, he's he's wearing these like um this this really beautiful white shirt with these white pants. Uh, like, and then and then bullshit, Tim yeah. Roth buys him these really cool shoes. Like at the, the store shoes, because yeah, yeah, yeah because he has no he has no he shoes when they shoe, when yeah. they take him or he lost his shoe and then like Tim Roth brings him in he's like, this is the best I can do and then like he puts on the shoes oh like, these are nice yeah, just yeah. so what I'm saying is that you need to go see this film so that you can put the context of these scenes that I just described yeah and, and you can get them together and see that it's funny it's uh you know it just makes you really want to see where the characters go because it's done in such a great way check out the hit this one's a four fucking star for me. This is a four ninja star for me. Hell Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've already talked about the Criterion Collection pick, and now we need to get into my pick. Because, you know, there, there may be a, a British hitman film already in the collection, but I'm going to bring something a little different, a little darker. I'm bringing Kill List from 2011, directed by Ben Wheatley. It stars Neil Maskell, who plays Jay. My Anna, Breen, who plays uh, Shell, Michael Smiley, who plays Gal, Emma Fryer, who plays Fiona, and uh, what this is about is. And isn't... if you
1: say all their character names to- together, it says Jay Barshell. <laughs> <laughs> why, why did that make me laugh? <laughs> He's right. That's a uh... I don't know what you're doing to us <laughs> Ben Wheatley, but we're on to you, all right? We cracked the code. <laughs> the killer is the end. Kill kill this is, <laughs> the the
0: kill- kill- is uh, uh the the story goes, nearly a year after a botched job, a hitman takes a new assignment with the promise of a big payoff for three killings, which starts off as an easy task, soon unravels sending the killer into the heart
1: of darkness oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. so i was watching this and i don't know i didn't know anything about it i thought i had tried watching it maybe before like a long time ago when you told me to and just never did
0: (laughs) yeah well that sounds about right (laughs) yeah so i mean
1: yeah I'm sorry, Why? but so I just read the uh, read read the.
0: I had to start a podcast for you to fucking listen to my recommendations.
1: <laughs> no, so I read the little synopsis that you read. It's on IMDb. It's the first one, you know, and I was like, "Heart of Darkness," where's this going, huh? Like... <laughs> you know, and I w- it was just like you can't I... look too much
0: into an IMDb. <laughs> I know, synopsis. I know,
1: I know. My first mistake. I'm sorry. Some, I, went, I read the synopsis. Some wrote there. You know. <laughs> I read the synopsis. But yeah, I mean, it just starts off like, yeah, what the hell is going on? Like, yeah, they're like at this marital like turmoil, you know, where yeah. it's just like, yeah, oh, fuck, I don't ever want to be in something like that or just where you're talking shit to one another to come. It's a lot of life, ain't it? It's a lot, like it, ain't it? <laughs> you know, it's just like you don't want to be talking shit about one another to company being there and fucking saying abracadabra and fucking really making a whole scene. Of yeah, things, especially in you know? front of your child. Yeah. <laughs> And your friend just has to comfort your child, and he brings over his date, and you just, you know, it's just, it's just very uncomfortable, you know, that whole like
0: yeah. So basically, it's uh, it starts off with that Jay, dynamic, yeah. Who, his wife, they're having a dinner party. Michael Smiley, who plays Gal, brings a chick over who is Fiona, and yeah, they the the husband who is uh, Jay has a fight with his wife, and it's like really intense, like one of those fights that. You should be absolutely embarrassed to have in front of your yeah, friends. Just,
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how they went on with it. Like, why didn't they just leave after that? You know? Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. It seems like they're just sort of, that's just how they live. That, yeah, that's yeah, their that's dynamic. That's just, that's, they
1: they're, they're always just kind of at, this, at odds. They yell yeah, at each other. That's all they know gonna, how to be
0: is just like yell at some their loved one like that yeah. and like fight with them, you know? And
1: Yeah, and then later Jay says that he doesn't even remember how it was before Shell. you know? so that's kind of like a weird kind of dynamic and character thing behind it because he's just always kind of known this because they've been together for so long you know like he doesn't know because gal's gal's character michael smiley he's like he's the one dating and kind of like you know bring probably bringing date like different dates all the time you know yeah and so for for jay to see that is just kind of like it's odd, you know, because all he knows is his wife, kind of. Right. You know, because they've probably been together forever, like you know, kind of that whole high school couple kind of thing where they're just, they've just always been together. You know? Yeah,
0: that's. I think that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. yeah, they have a kid together and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's all they know. But yeah, it
1: just kind of shows the dynamic and the dynamic of the characters, you know, to give them a little more. More dynamic than what it kind of seems on the surface, for sure.
0: Well, and also because of the way that it's kind of done, the way that it's filmed, it's very mm-hmm. cinema, cinema verite. It's very just sort of mm-hmm. there's no uh, setting up shots and setting up scenes. It feels very improvised. It feels very on the spot. It feels very just lived in. Yeah. So you you that, just kind that was of, one of know the
1: things. I noticed too is like so at the beginning they're kind of just always at Jay Jay's and shell's house and at the dinner party, and when they go like. So there's a scene in the garage and it feels like it's not like lit well, you know, but it's lit like as you just had that garage light kind of on, you know, it's kind of like really like, you know, and it gets like different when it gets, you know, when the scenes change, you know, they're just a family home, you know. And also, but it's a choice. I'm saying more like those lighting choices are more of a choice. It's
0: also a choice, but also Ben Wheatley is just a director who I think he gets a lot of guff. Because, you know, he maybe has some misses, not all his stuff, and he, he tries a lot of things. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's what I really admire about him. He tries a lot of stuff. And what he also does is he does things that are low budget, and he knows how to stretch that low budget. Like you were just saying, mm-hmm. he knows how to make that garage light not only just look like a garage light, but not just look like that's all they had was the garage light. Yeah, exactly. it, it looks like it's there for a reason, mm-hmm. and, and that's why... I feel like if he would have filmed everything with this sort of uh, serious touch, try to frame everything all serious, then that scene wouldn't have worked because you would have noticed. Yeah, that. just so
1: yeah. It, yeah, it it works, you know, for what's going on in like in later scenes, like you know, they get into different things. You know, they get into different things,
0: and it's also just good,
1: you know, it's. But sort he did of, have a budget for
0: Boddington's, because I
1: had a shitload of Boddington's in the garage.
0: Oh, I'm sure that he probably just had that in his. That's cases, probably that's and probably cases. somebody's. Yeah. That's probably like Ben Wheatley's garage, his real garage. He probably just really drinks
1: that. I was trying to find a Boddington's, but they they're all out. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I wasn't. But oh, I thought about it, but I got the. I, we got, I got some of them. We drink instead. Oh, you're lying
0: to our listeners, <laughs> Jesus! I was like, oh, you should have got some Boddington's. We could have drank. one. talking about Ben Wheatley. but yeah, yeah. but so. Uh, that's what i really admire about him is that he has that low budget sensibility that even so he doesn't try to uh trick you into thinking that what he's doing is going to be something bigger than what it is Mm -hmm. it keeps you grounded and and that helps you know in a good way when he needs to sort of do shaky cam stuff what i was going to say is that there's like a difference right so you have something like um and I bring this up because it's it's huge budget. A bunch of money. like Something like The Winter Soldier, right? Captain America, The Winter Soldier. All the big action money. scenes are done with Winter shaky money. cam. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking Marvel money. Yeah. Literally Nazi money. <laughs> yeah, Hydra money. <laughs> <laughs> and and so all the action scenes are done with shaky cam because mm-hmm. that's the way that they can hide the choreography. Yeah. That's the way they can keep everything simple. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make any sense there because they're a big budget action film. They should be able to... Get the choreography yeah. to be able to film that well enough right
1: and here it makes sense yeah, to kind of do born ruined everything for everyone
0: yes yeah. that's that's another thing too that that's another example That's Where another really example. trying to hide yes
1: budget and stuff like in the choreography right. and like the scene you know yeah because okay. matt
0: damien kept getting hit in his fat head like a bunch <laughs> of times <laughs> There's a, there's a, uh, we're just, gonna have to shave your head, Damon, and just fat. just <laughs> look it up on YouTube. Uh, Born Identity, fat behind the Damon. scenes, Matt Damon gets punched in the fat head a bunch of times. There's just a blooper reel of him just getting punched in the head. I'm just kidding. That's not there, but it should be. Yeah. But yeah, that that's another good example too. That they they don't need that shaky cam. They're just literally like using that because they're too lazy to to do the most for it. Whereas Ben Wheatley is using shaky cam to sort of hide those actions, especially mm-hmm. towards the end of the yeah. film, because it's low budget, but it also helps with what he's already, the, the, the sort of uh, um, vibe and, not He's vibe, already kind of the, established. You know, yes, like, like the, the theme the tone and, and the that, tone. Yeah, yeah. Yes, everything that he's already established. Yeah. So it doesn't feel out of place. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like he's just doing that because he didn't have any money yeah. or that he was too lazy. Yeah,
1: because exactly, the the end, the end ending scene, Like I could really like, I was watching it, and my mind was kind of, like, reshooting it in my he- in my own head as, like, a larger larger action budget film, you know? Right, where they where, had, like, a whole set where, to, like, like, build. You know, that. where yes. you're just, like, where you get a shot of the, them cocking back the gun or, like, you know, just, like, stuff like that. Or, like, you know, a lot more close-ups, like, cuts, you know, in, in between everything and not so, like, uh, maybe, like... Yeah, just like kind of a low budget horror, you know, where you kind of just like in a haunted house, and you're just kind of like like someone screaming down a hall, you know, which kind of is happening, you know, and just getting like that shaky camera. Yeah, because they're in like an underground tunnel. Yeah,
0: yeah, in the scene that we're speaking of, and so it it feels very where like you said, if it was like a Hollywood uh, big production, Mm -hmm. they would have built an underground tunnel where you can feel like they probably just found an underground tunnel that they yeah, were this, able to yeah, use this, yeah like this little like and, and it's also you can tell that it's not very big that yeah, they this, use a lot of the same halls and, and they sort of just have them run just, up and down yeah i
1: mean yeah you could kind of tell maybe it's just one hall and yes and they're using like you know just like trick of the camera have but move, that also
0: it. makes it even feel stranger because yeah, and it, and it feels like they're the perfect, just yeah. it's just like an endless hallway that mm-hmm. they're just like where are we going we don't know where yeah, to there's go. nowhere there's no
1: end to this like they're yeah. kind of just trapped you know but yeah, where if they did in some like, you
0: know, some big budget horror film, you'd be like, oh, they... I can tell that this is just like you're just and running up they... down the same hall and
1: where they could do those cuts in like kind of like different shots, you know, but it, they can't because it, the hallway does feel so narrow. So they, you know, it just feels that, that it, more claustrophobic yes. kind of thing. And right. Yeah, they're using yeah. what they have for sure. And, and so to their, adva- it... to their advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for not, sure. Not not talking down on the film at all exactly
0: but just to point that out because a lot of people would point that out if you watch that and I think that's something that a lot of people don't uh, really uh, a lot of people that aren't people who under like really go into film and really enjoy film people who might just watch you know the the, the casual movie enjoyer Mm -hmm might see a whole film with shaky cam as like a bad thing as like low budget like you know with like you know as like sort of like oh this is like uh not good because they just have like a shaky cam a handheld cam but that's not true at all because even though this is a low budget film it's done like that for a reason and that's the reason he filmed that story because he knew he can add that shaky cam to that Mm -hmm. because there's a bunch of stories he probably could have filmed but he knew that doing just a low-budget shade cam thing for it wouldn't tell the story in the right way. Yeah, You know, and that's why I really appreciate Ben Wheatley. That's why I'm here to defend him and bring him to this. And so, I mean, I guess what, you know, just because I'm talking about it, just to give kind of a really... Context. A a better context of the story because that, again, that that synopsis isn't good. So he's a hitman, and he gets uh, told by his friend that he's got a job and he hasn't worked in a long time and he's losing money. His because wife's of, pissed. like a botch job, right? Yes. Like they
1: lost a friend, like
0: Yeah. There, there's something happened with the botch job, so like he doesn't want to work and he hasn't worked, so they're losing money. The wife knows that he's a hitman. She's telling him, You need to go to work, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Michael Smiley shows up, he's like, I got a job. We gotta just fucking kill what is it? Like four people, right? Three or three. Gotta right, do three people. Um and he's just like okay it's pretty easy. He's all oh yeah, we just and then so the list becomes a, it's priest, a priest a librarian and and the what is the other one? Shit. Shit, that's a good question.
1: I don't remember. But don't yeah, about it. those title screens, because they do title screens before Yeah, that, like little chapters of yeah, what it is, like, yeah. Uh, so the first one is the It's a priest. The priest. Okay. Yeah, that's the first one. Okay, so it's so it's set to a black card or whatever. But doesn't it like even in the music cues, doesn't it really feel like um the T V show Preacher? When they show like a title screen, but it's against like a scene and like just the music cue and how the screen, how the title like the title card is against like the the shot. Feels um, I mean, very it's, like they sure, it's possible feel that like they took it from this kind of. You it's know? very possible. I can yeah. imagine that yeah. Seth Rogen and Evan like, Goldberg are aware of this really film. Really feels yeah. like. I don't know, like, yeah, Seth Rogen and Adam Goldberg took that for, like, the Preacher TV show, you know? Evan Goldberg. Evan Goldberg, sorry, I'm sorry. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, not to Evan correct God. you
0: in any, seriously, but that's just his name. But yeah, no, no, you're oh, right. Oh, that's just his name?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the man is a man, and he's got a name. No, you gotta say it I, right. I, I, there's, I just, there's an Adam just, Goldberg, and it's not the it's not. Yes, the name, you're, you're know right, I mean? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Evan. You're on the kill list. I'm sorry, Evan, Adam, whatever. <laughs> but no, it just really gave me that preacher tv show vibe you know not in a bad way i mean that's cool i mean that's a cool like way like they do it kind of differently where it's not just chapter two or whatever you know the priest the librarian like whatever you know the hunchback at the end you know yeah. it's really cool like you know it just kind of like gives you it sets a different kind of tone for like what's going on in right like, you know it just like sets you up for that and i liked that about the preacher tv show you know like i liked the preacher tv show but i really just I was like, oh, shit, that really reminds me that they kind of lifted this from that, you know? Yeah, for sure. no, for you sure. Know? I can definitely see that. I mean, I didn't see that
0: right away, but now that you mentioned that, yeah, for sure, that, that definitely that... makes sense. I can imagine that they didn't watch this and, like, get some sort of influence, yeah, especially definitely. from the style of it, especially from the violence of it. And yeah. so so he's a hitman. Yeah, and the and violence he, from it. And yeah. he's going to go through all okay. these this list of people that he has to go through and you sort of start to realize and he doesn't realize you start to realize it as an audience because all these things are kind of happening these little clues that they're setting him up to be something there's like this cult mm-hmm. that is putting him down a path that's going to like make him be something at the end
1: what were those clues that were that you thought were setting him up to be something
0: well just I, the knife thing well that only only certain i mean i guess i would just say uh, for that yes the knife thing
1: where they cut his hand and make that contract
0: yes and then they showed the uh, And they don't do gal's and, hand and, and michael they just do jay's hand well and then michael Smiley, gal his girlfriend uh dude carving the the symbol in the back of the mirror
1: yes that was kind of like okay what's up with that what's yes when she's on? at the house yes.
0: there's like certain things like that and her showing up with the to the wife and talking to her when you and know. then
1: but before that she shows up Outside the hotel for some reason. And, yes, and, and he, he sees her know. and he just waves hi to her. Yeah, yeah. and he kind of like he's like, is that real? Is like is was that going on? But also, and then again, I and you know I'm not just, his friend. Hey, you see this? Yeah, <laughs> like
0: did you know that she's outside <laughs> in the yeah, woods? Is a girl out there
1: right now, <laughs> Yeah, yeah like, you would think that, that would be yeah. a
0: thing. But but again, I really do enjoy that because. I do feel like it is sort of this surreal thing. Yeah. Where exactly. he's not even probably sure if that's who he's seeing. Yeah. It's really, you see that yeah. in his
1: head, in his face, and his reactions that. Yeah. He doesn't know if that happened. He's like, wait, the fuck? That just, that happened. Like, I wasn't yeah. seeing some. Because white... I think he sort of mentions it, right? I so wasn't seeing some it. white bitch in the, in <laughs> yeah. the woods. <laughs> yeah. Because
0: yeah, he even says that she looks like a ghoul at one point or that she oh, looks like he? weird. Yeah. yeah. He like tells her, he's like, oh, she's like good she looking. Kinda, but, yeah. But she's she, got those big old white eyes and like, she does kind of have a weird look to her. Like she
1: is yeah beautiful but like there's like something under those eyes yes and and also those little things
0: but also in the filmmaking there is foreshadowing if you want once you watch the whole film you know i don't want to give too much away but Mm -hmm. there's a scene at the beginning where um he's playing uh like with swords like play swords Mm -hmm. with his wife and and his son and she's got the son on her back and they're like, and the son's like swiping the sword at him and he's swiping the sword at them the and they, hunchback. and it's like in, yeah. And it's yeah. in slow motion and it shows them kind of fall over and mm-hmm. like fight with each other. And like, you know, once you get to yeah. the end, you sort of find out that little twist mm-hmm. that happens with the hunchback. I like that. I like that. And there's like that cool kind of foreshadowing stuff. And, and so, uh, Ben Wheatley and Amy and, and Amy jump, who is, uh, his wife, uh, they like, they both wrote it together oh okay yeah and so i I, but ben wheatley kind of wrote most of it and kind of did a lot of the stuff because he directed it so Mm -hmm. he changed a lot of stuff obviously as he's directing it and so she
1: does a man doing what he's doing yeah like (laughs) and
0: she even like asked like asked him like so what what's up with that so like what you want to like kill me and your son like you know because because they have a son together Mm -hmm. and it was sort of like they sort of both wrote it i i believe about kind of the like they weren't gonna divorce or anything, but they had like turmoil, and it was yeah, sort of a rough patch. For yes, sure. and I yeah. felt like it was sort of like Ben Willy's way of being like you fucking nah, like yeah. you know like writing this Getting like you not know... his aggression. You know, he yeah. wrote he wrote a song, you know, right? And he just, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah.
1: really mean that, but he just had to get it out. You he know? just had and, to get it out. But you know?
0: but also you know she still writes. You know they're still yeah. together, and she's still his writing That's partner. awesome. That's but beautiful. and also she's and she's the one who mostly comes up with the ideas. Like a lot of the like the really creepy stuff that's in here. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the ideas that she had. Or like you know, um, sometimes when he'll like kill people, when he goes to kill people, they'll just be like, "Oh, thank you." They won't be scared. They won't like fight him. They usually yeah, say, thank "Yeah." And you.
1: that that was another thing to compare to the hit, where it's kind of like uh, John Hurt doesn't know how to feel when uh, people Terry are accepting Stamp of is, that. Is yeah. accepting of the death and yeah. like you know and like and these and and. And the kill list when they tell Jay, like they like he tells him thank you and the, and he asks Gal, he's like, what the fuck did he say thank you, you know? Like yeah. why was he like you know, and they and then the second guy, the librarian, does that too kind of like where he I don't know, he's den- you know, he goes through all those emotions, you know, where yes, and then yeah. he just kinda finally but says still, thank you. Yeah, but they're yeah. very
0: like uh oh like, you know, we, we you know, we, we yeah. like you, we think you're doing good. Yeah, like Good exactly. job or something. It's, right So is it is thing?
1: more of a, that thing where it ties into the end where you see like th- they were grooming him for something yes you know? yeah they were like yeah, kind of yeah. making like testing
0: him to make mm-hmm. sure that he was willing to do these things yeah and then like uh to to sort of be their grim reaper essentially mm-hmm. like their killer and you know no,
1: another thing this reminds me of is seconds another movie that we watched from the criterion just kind of that whole like grooming kind of thing and like yeah, okay. that weird like that. a cult, like what's going on you know like something else is going on behind the scenes and what they re- what they know what the person really knows is yes, going on yes you are know? not
0: really living your life there's a path yeah. that's set for you and they're there's up are, for this yeah.
1: kind of. they are setting up for this weird success you know, yeah. their success you know
0: yeah and it's really you know it's really unfortunate that this film doesn't have any kind of proper release just to get into the physical yeah. media of it there's really no that's, release. there's nothing at all for that's this that's
1: one thing i wanted to talk about is the the cover to this film it's awful cuz guess <laughs> it's one of those movies you would have saw at best Back in the day, when like two thousand six, uh, Target, you know, they just had Killers. It would, if it was then, it, they would just had Killers, and some gangster would have said, "Oh, you seen Killers?" No, but see the you thing know? is
0: that it would have been the thing. The difference is, is that because of the cover and because you would have saw the name Neil Maxwell and Michael Smiley, you wouldn't have got that kill List but you would have bought the kill List that has Bruce Willis or <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. You know what I'm saying? But
1: the gangster fool. Just going to Target or Best Buy would have bought this kill list and fucking hyped it up. Oh, know? maybe it's if, just one of those if, ones that I don't uh, know if they. I don't know no, if he would have been yes, down with yes. this movie because it's, it's kind because of weird. It's a little weird. I think he would have been down with it. He's like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a trip, fool. <laughs> you know, it's a trip, dog. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, I think to them, like they you love know, trips and they again, love and, and being and on again. a trip. And this is not no, and disres- not vacation. This <laughs> is no
0: disrespect, uh, you know, to the film fools. But I think to them, more of a trip would be like seeing like Resident Evil, the like no, the film. No. Yes, this, no, no. This to them, they would they would not this like this. This is a trip. They would, they would say like this is lame. Like they nah, would just like they oh, would have got into the end. Nah. They would have got into the end. No, they wouldn't have made it to the they end. They, they would have been it. like, we don't understand what these fucking British fucking guys no, are saying. No, they
1: would have been excited because like, damn.
0: No, you're, you're I trying, love my Heine,
1: but I want to hit her all the time. <laughs> oh no, you're trying way too hard no, to like. I'm no, not, no, I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah, you are. No, there's no way. There's no yeah. way you
0: could show like a, like a gangster a Did I bring this film, film or did you bring this film? No, I did, but I'm saying there's no way you could show like a gangster, like full, like this movie and he'd be like, oh yeah, this is sick and like show hey, it to I people. I worked at Best Buy no, no, for no.
1: Uh, one season and it, that's what they've recommended constantly. Oh no, I don't think so. Yes. I think
0: you're full of shit. No, I'm not.
1: Okay, sure. <laughs> Fine. Let's just say that
0: we agree with you, sure, but it's okay. not true at all. There's, like, I literally, like, you. They, they would not watch this movie. It has they nobody in it. They, it doesn't have, like, Sylvester Stallone. They wouldn't watch this movie. They would. But that's they not would. the point because that's not who we're fighting for. I'm fighting for the Criterion Collection. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have a good physical release for it. Not it at all. It doesn't have anything. There's absolutely nothing. It's a terrible
1: cover. It's, like, do. corn issues or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what
0: I'm saying. There's, like, nothing for it. And even if you were to buy that simple stupid blu-ray because they do have a blu-ray but it's a shitty cover yeah there's maybe like one special like a bad special rate. feature and you're gonna it's pay just... like 35 bucks yeah. for it and that's for no reason yeah that, that's just dumb mm-hmm. that's just stupid and so it just needs a good uh and criterion has it currently on the criterion channel but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're gonna put it out i just want to make that clear to mm-hmm. people that don't really understand that kind of distinction which yeah. i get it's it's, it's yeah, kind it's of movies confusing they can
1: curate for their streaming service yes. so they can so yeah, they obviously recommend it because they wouldn't right. just get anything to put on their streaming service. Right, right, you know? right. There's obviously but it doesn't it,
0: necessarily mean that it's going to be put out by them yes, uh, in the future or anything. they
1: would probably do it if they could. Yeah.
0: Yes, and that's another thing that... Uh, um so it might mean that it could come out eventually mm-hmm. it that's yeah. that that's definitely a possibility but i just want to say that we've been you know we've been thinking of this for a while we've been putting out these mm-hmm. lists yeah and- I, I actually want to do this movie before it was put out on the criterion channel but i thought that's a great way to promote it as mm-hmm. well yeah. to also get them to say hey i know you're listening you put it on the channel just give me a physical fucking release like Coolie High.
1: like we did a review before it was even put on the channel hell and- yeah it's on the channel right now. I know? mean, and also not to fucking you know toot our
0: horn, but we also did a bonus episode of Sound of Metal where we weren't even trying to say that it belonged to the Criterion Collection, even though we said that it should be. Yeah, exactly. And now it's going to be. Yes. So, so I you mean, know, I think you know we got our hand on the pulse. Yeah, you know? we're, we're, <laughs> our finger what? on the pulse.
1: <laughs> I mean, we're not trying to we're not trying to steer you wrong. We're just steering you in the right direction. You know. Uh, we're trying. You know. And, you know. <laughs> you know. I think we are. But part? so yeah, Kill List.
0: I think. Uh, it, it belongs in the collection uh, because I don't think there is something like this. Uh, you know, if you go onto the channel, it it um, pairs it with uh, the Wicker Man. Mm-hmm. And that really does make sense because mm-hmm. the Wicker does, Man is yes. about the cult and stuff and it has that kind of same vibe. But mm-hmm. I paired it with the hit because it has that same sensibility that limey hitman. <laughs> yeah i mean but it, it also is again it's about that same idea of these people that are on this chosen path for themselves and there's they know that that's what's going to happen except and kill us he doesn't really know
1: that that's another thing that i wanted to bring up i didn't bring up during the the hit uh conversation is this thing about trying to make your mark you know trying to be remembered right like when i was younger i thought that was really cool i was like yeah i want to fucking like i want to like you know do something to make my mark and i want to be remembered but fuck you you're white uh you know like everything is going to be gone pretty much you know like no one's going to remember shit you know like and no one's going to care you know like it's just that it's like that weird like it's that weird male fantasy thing like where it's just (laughs) like you know like fuck you like fuck you for even trying to think that you know like you're not you're like Not to to be such a downer, but you're nobody, you know? Like, there's so many fucking people, like... And you want to be remembered? Like, you want to be remembered? Like, fuck you, you know? That's like... Yeah. you know like you know, monos turned you into like, a hitman he's you know, gonna kill somebody
0: <laughs> that's that that would be know, great if you were just like a hitman that's like your lie. once you like kick in the door and someone's like who are you and just like you want to be remembered by the <laughs> shooter.
1: you know it's just like <laughs> it's really like it's so like so like pretentious and no, like sure, so sure. like fucking yeah, yeah. like no, egotistical you. sort of you know like i'm gonna like you know i like yeah you want to do something like make a change like be be remembered or some bullshit but that it's just it's that what are you saying in terms of like
0: the hit where does that like come from like what character do you get that well
1: like uh just all those characters like you know they're trying to make their mark kind of like you know they want to be remembered but in and especially in the hit where they're telling like people different names so they're kind of like already shooting themselves in the foot by Mm -hmm. not being remembered because oh yeah it was that guy but Oh, I remember like, uh, like Terrence, like, he's like, I met you. Or we were in the same room that one time so long ago, you know? Yeah, but John Hurt always name? has like a bunch of different aliases. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, they all like, so they're not. Because even be... when he, like, the cop at the end,
0: right? Ask him like, oh, is this your name? Yeah, and this he has like he says, a different, like, a like, of, yeah, kind yeah. Of, like
1: passport. He's like, no, but then, and then I think they kind of finally end on his real, ali- uh-huh. his real name, not alias, because that's his real name. But, right. you know, like, so it's kind of like this really, really weird urban legend kind of thing, you know? So you're not going to be remembered because like, that's not even who you are or who really who you're presenting to. Well, like I, I mean, life, you, you know? might, but it's
0: like a, a crapshoot for shit you know? like that. Like, you might just, be some legend, like yeah. some fucking street legend it's or not something. Real. But, like, you know, yeah. it's
1: just like, you're,
0: it's not really who you are. Yeah.
1: Or yeah. Or you think you who you are or whatever, you know? And that's the same with Killis. Like, you know, like he's probably like upset with just like the family life and like he did this botched kind of like job or whatever, you know? And these people, like these rich white people, are trying to get him remembered, but maybe he doesn't even want that. How, how he sees it, how to be remembered, you know? Well, I mean, I think he does
0: want to be remembered. Yeah, I he just does, don't... but not in their way. Well, I, I just, it, you know? I just don't. Yeah, I guess, like, yeah, not in their how way. How they're,
1: how they're grooming him, how they want that, how they want him to be remembered. It's just you know? also like, like one of those things where, where it's just like, like not he, his choice. He know? doesn't
0: have in Kill This, like he doesn't have. I mean, what can he do? He can't do anything but kill people. So if he's not doing that, then he's nobody. Mm -hmm. Like he could just get a job and support his family, but he doesn't. He spends yeah. eight or a year or eight months or whatever not fucking working because he mm. t- he botched a, a job when he tried Brian to kill ten, somebody. <laughs> ten like, bottles of wine. It's just like, oh, <laughs> bo- like poor you, Dick. Yeah. Like, oh, you fucked up when you tried to kill somebody, you dumb yeah. hitman. Like, yeah. grow some fucking balls. You're a hitman. Yeah. Get out when, there and do some yeah. shit, like, you when, fucking asshole. Sudden, Even your wife has heart. got more balls than you. When the camera's and not on, like the, you get a heart. Yeah. You know, and again, and not you know and yeah again once the camera's on he all yeah. of a sudden he's fucking he, he can't fucking do anything yeah. and again you know his wife has more balls you know in the fucking uh you know not in the quotation yeah. sense you know but in terms of she just got more guts than him yeah and she's just like more like like ready to take charge of stuff and he's just all, like that, this mopey kind of the fuck. Case, you know of where, course of course you know? yeah yeah and he's like a mopey fuck and he's just like oh well all I can do is this, and she's like, "Well, why don't you fucking do it then?" We do it, you yeah, little boy. You and know? and you're right, and that, but he does because yeah, he has no talent, so he does want to be remembered as some like, oh well, fucking, I kill people When I yeah. fucking took care of my family, right? Like yeah.
1: that's what it's all about. That's all he did. That's yeah. what okay, it is, okay. like <laughs> you know, like that's where that's where I get upset, Nick. Like. No, yeah, <laughs> but I, yeah, I, but anyway, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, Killis is a fucking cool genre movie, you know? It just makes fucking it's fun. It makes sense. It like It's a genre It's bender. a fucking like a director who knows what he's fucking doing with the camera and the story, you know? Like Ben Wheatley's fucking dope. Like I don't like I can't wait to to see more of his shit. Like there was that one kind of like weird like kind of Ghostbusters movie he has Yeah. Planned, that's right? out. It's that's dumb. done. Yeah. Well uh, fuck Ben Wheatley, get him out of the collection. He started
0: filming it with Army Hammer. Like, he had some footage with Army Hammer, and um, Army
1: Hammer ate a bunch of people. And somebody <laughs> else. But they. But
0: they. But so they all just dropped out because, you know, he yeah. wasn't able to finish it because the budget kind of fell out and stuff. Okay. But he's just kind of got. I mean, he has, like. I would say maybe like three movies that he filmed and has in the can, but Mm -hmm. just no studio has bought them and released them. But he's put them in film festivals and stuff. And I've, you know, I've read letterbox reviews of them and stuff like that. And people say that they're good, Mm -hmm. but I have no way of seeing them. Yes. Like he has a few of them. And so, but he has um, Into the Earth, which was is going to be coming out. It's a new horror film that he has coming out. That's the A24
1: one he has? Yes. Yes. Right. No, no,
0: it's Neon. It's neon. Okay. It's on neon.
1: Because everyone was sharing the poster, right? Oh, yeah. Like, and then the also
0: posters. the trailer's out. Check out the trailer. Oh, the trailer's out? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, oh, it, it shows you how great Ben Wheatley can do both because, again, he's into going to, the Earth, ladies and gentlemen. Into Check the Check out the trailer. And then he's also going to do the sequel to Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider <gasps> movie.
1: I mean, yeah, I'll watch that just because it's him, you know? like
0: Yeah. I think. Yeah. And so, because I think that, again, he is uh, one of those guys who knows i can do a tomb raider and that's and gonna give me enough you, money to do again did the, you
1: people see free fire that was fucking awesome free
0: fire that was another low long. budget same thing with like sightseers which yeah, was sightseer also on the criteria on the channel. channel for a while a that field in england great you know? a field in england was yeah. literally that's on
1: amazon prime right now still
0: is it okay because so, yeah. it was i think it was on hulu but it's off it's now. on prime now check sure. all this shit out because literally a field in england he literally just went and filmed it in, uh, in a field in england <laughs> But it's fucking fantastic. It's black and white. It's like this psychedelic trip. Mm-hmm. Look, Ben Wheatley knows what he's doing. Yes. And Kill List, because, you know, these other things. Is this um, his first movie? Or no, 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 no. His first film is actually Down Terrace. Terrace? Down Terrace, mm-hmm. which is about uh, this uh, mob family. And, the you know, the dad of the mob family gets out of prison. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that, he or he knows, that someone rat him out. Whether it's his son, his wife, or somebody, and the whole movie is an
1: inside job, ladies and gentlemen. And most,
0: (laughs) and most of the movie is just him trying to like figure figure that out, out, and he just ends up murdering like everybody. It's a really like dark comedy. Yeah, Yeah, it's like really great. And again, it's like low budget, Mm -hmm. and it feels just like it's like some documentary about some like mob family. Mm -hmm. So Ben Wheatley, unfortunately, because I feel like maybe because he's in the UK and England, he doesn't really get that uh, distribution over here enough. Uh, a well, lot I mean, of his films Free Fire that. was that
1: like, kind of American... Because it was of... A24. Yeah.
0: And the same thing with uh, the, his newest film, because it's neon, is probably why it's going to yeah, get... It's gonna the... Yeah, it's going to be for sure. And, and all the other stuff is mostly through his own company or through mm. companies through in, in England. But like we
1: said, like you could see Killist on Criterion Channel. Yeah. Get and, on it before it leaves. And Field in England on Amazon Prime. Yes.
0: And I believe Sightseers might be on Hulu. I, I know it's on It something. was on Hulu for a while, yeah. yeah. And
1: it was on Prime and...
0: High Rise is still on
1: Hulu, though. Yeah, that's always, like...
0: Yeah, and that's sort of... Uh, that was kind of his, again, another one of his experiments into a more higher budget kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got Tom Hiddleston, who you know as Loki. And again... That's why I think Ben Wheatley belongs in the Criterion Collection, in the canon of film, because he's in, he experiments. He literally came from yeah, YouTube those, like, videos. He's one of those like, like, that's exciting where, directors, yeah. Yeah, he literally started just making like weird YouTube videos, and then he started doing music videos, TV shows, and then he went to movies. And nice. so it's just sort of... And also, it's kind of like our generation of how you need to sort of break into being a director. Yeah. Right? You need to kind of start off on YouTube or somewhere and get noticed and then you do like a TV show and then you do a short and then you know you just do a bunch of shit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and for so sure. yeah, so that's I mean just let's just let's just do final thoughts on Kill List. We've been doing final thoughts. I would you know, I would love to talk about Kill List all day, all night, all until, you know, someone gets killed because Ben Wheatley <laughs> did this right. You can have a story. And, and that's the great thing about this film also is that, you know, it doesn't really tell you exactly what it's about. You sort of have to kind of figure it out. And then even then, I can't even really say that I know exactly what happens in the film.
1: Yeah, I mean, like little things unravel, like, you know, inch and by inch. You certain know? things connect,
0: but not everything really mm-hmm. does. And that's really... This
1: definitely deserves an, a few more watches for sure. Yeah,
0: yes. Yeah. Yes, you should watch it a few more times. And the only way that you're going to be able to do that... As if it gets a Criterion release. Yeah. A full-on release. A good cover. Mm-hmm. Some great special features. Ben Wheatley. Get all these people together. Get them together. Let's talk about this film. Let's talk about how he was able to just put all this shit together. I mean, they have that commentary, but I don't know what DVD or Blu-ray it's on because mm-hmm. I can't find it anywhere. Okay. So I'd love to hear Ben Wheatley and Amy Jump's commentary. I, I only know about it because it's on YouTube. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like, yes. I, I've never, you know, I don't own Kill List and I want to own it. Yeah. So... This, to me, is a five-star film. It is a great mix of comedy, cinema verte, keeping it kind of like this weird kind of family drama about this guy who's literally losing his family. Mm-hmm. But in this really kind of horror, horrific, uh, very yeah, dark. It's extremely it's, dark. It's not, it's not hopeful. Like it's not you, It should have <laughs> you
1: know? been. Yeah, this, like, is, That's, and this movie is kind of ahead of its time. You know, like a little like 10 years too early you know because if it would have been released now or like a couple of years like That's two true. years ago yeah. like people would have been jumping at this and, and if a24 would have put yeah. it out yeah it would have like, been not been yeah. shutting up about this film you know we would
0: have been we would have been like robert eggers ari mm. aster ben wheatley yeah and that well hopefully now with his movie now on neon he'll get mm. put in there because again yeah. people don't really know how to uh, uh talk or feel about ben wheatley yeah and i feel like if you put kill on criterion collection people will see that and be like oh shit this was a horror director and then they'll see some other stuff and be like oh wait no he can do some other shit mm-hmm. yeah he's and
1: if you go to youtube room 666 you'll see our free fire or the free fire review oh yeah that's like or, real, that's really yeah, old that's,
0: yeah if you want to I, I had a youtube channel called room 666 we had YouTube channel. well yeah. i mean yes, yes me and mondo had a room a room 666 Groom, channel yeah. And then uh, we, uh, yeah, we reviewed films and we reviewed free, free Fire, which we really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. So it was great. Mondo, last thoughts on Kill This?
1: Fuck, man. I, I mean, I love genre, baby. <laughs> you know, and this like, is some of the best of that. You know,
0: it's and a man like, who, it's a, it's a, a, man and a director who loves genre.
1: You know, and and seeing it now, like how I was saying, like just a second ago, I was saying, like this is movie was, uh you know like ahead of its time and seeing the ending i was kind of like oh come on you know like but i mean if i saw it 2011 or when it came out or whatever i would have been like oh yeah fuck yeah it's going like it's going balls of the wall you know it's fucking going all out like you know, the ending really fucking, like, delivers.
0: It's very yeah. much a twist for twist's sake, in a way. Not but even, it makes sense. Not,
1: yeah, it, but, I mean, I didn't feel like it was a it's twist. A tw- it's a you know, shocking twist. Yeah, like for, it's just it's like going, going all belly. out. Like, it's yeah. just like, yeah, fucking, like, don't be, like, shy about the ending. Like, just go all out. Like It's also
0: yeah. like, and in both stories, it's kind of like that idea of, like, uh, going full revenge for mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Uh, payback in that killing somebody is probably going to lead to horrible things. It's gonna, yeah. You're going to end up doing something really stupid yeah. or you're going to end as, up dead.
1: As upset as you are as, at your wife, you really don't want to kill her. You know? Well, but,
0: and also, I mean, well, I'm just saying because as as a hitman, he was going around, you know, he would see, you know, he'd find the librarian who had the, you know, we didn't even really talk about this yeah. too much. You know, he had to kill the librarian. He had like the child porn, and the you know, and the priest. They find out little things about these people, and he gets very angry. And so he doesn't just shoot them; he like violently kills them in this violent way. And
1: that's that's a precursor in the dinner party. Yes. you know, when he's talking to exactly to uh, what's her name? Uh, Okay, Fiona. Now that you say that, oh fuck, I've completely forgot about it. So okay, so in the
0: dinner party when those so those people. Uh, no no not in the dinner party no when he goes and he's eating I'm sorry when he's eating Oh, with, yes, with, at the with hotel. Michael Smiley yeah, and those people the are playing the, the like they're singing about God and yeah stuff. the Jesus songs and shit like aren't that aren't they in the cult at the end aren't they I think that I dude who's playing guitar with the long hair is one of the people that they show like in the cult that at the end that makes sense and I think they were that was like a test yeah. to, to make him be like oh are you against God yeah you know, so to how be... you feel where your, yeah. where your religious
1: views stand that makes complete sense yeah that's like one of those weird tests and like it's like, I was like, when I was watching that scene, too, now that you bring it up, I was like, oh, fuck, they're gonna, oh, they're gonna fucking top the Animal House scene where he breaks the guitar, it, you know? Yeah, that would have like, been great, yeah. But we're he kind of does. Yeah, he sort of does, he but does. I, it would have been great if he smashed yeah, it all crazy, yeah. like, like John But fu- I mean, he yeah. says some shit to him, you know? He doesn't mm. just, like, no rhyme or reason, you know? He's like, we're in a fucking, like, you know, yeah, a all, restaurant. Yeah, there's a time and a place. Yeah, there's a time and a fucking place to do this, and... Obviously, this is not the fucking time and place, you know? Like, we're trying to eat dinner. We're, like, you know, like, you're, you're like, you know, like... Yeah. Yes, there's this noise, like, but it, we're the only fucking people in here, you know? Right. And, and then, I'm not... And, and you then, expect me to fucking ignore that right now? Yeah, and he's and just, tell like... Me Jesus loves you? Yeah, Please? and he's
0: just, like, this place is deserted and they're sitting next to us, yeah. like, as close as possibly can. Yeah. Yeah, um, my bad. So, that's not what you're saying. You were saying something about the dinner party.
1: Oh, okay. So, yeah, when, uh, the beginning, when they have the whole dinner party right. and, uh um gal brings over fiona and he and fiona's talking about her job yes qu- uh, air quotes, she works, you in know hr hr she has to fire people and stuff like that and jay is getting upset about that you know like oh like oh I, she says like oh it's a from a business standpoint it's not personal it's not personal oh but i'm sure their friends and their family and kids don't feel that you know like yeah. all that and he's fucking killing people. Yeah, he's a hitman. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, don't take it personal. Like, but, like what fucking moral, like, like, what do you it, stand on? Yeah, it's yeah. like, how can you, like, judge this person's job? I mean, yeah, it's fucked up, but, I mean, yeah, it needs kind of needs to be done, you know, like... People do their jobs shit, shittily, shitly and like, sorry, that's not even a word, but you know, <laughs> like I shatly, <laughs> you know, like you know, like people like do their jobs how they do them, like they kind of get this like high, like high horse where like I'm just gonna do this, you know, and whatever, whatever, you know. And but he's killing people, like you know, we're living in where he. Yeah, you like, can't be mad at HR. Yeah, you can't be mad at that. Like, fuck yeah, you. Like that's just like. Yeah. that's where you're just like your whole views are just all out of whack but anyway i love genre this is a fucking great genre film and it fucking it hits ben wheatley is a director who should be making films every year you know like but i don't want to burn them out well I just he does see, he, but yeah. it's just that they don't get yeah. distributed
0: yeah because he has like i would like like i was we were saying there's like maybe like three or four films that he has already filmed and they're done in the can yeah it's yeah. just that nobody no people that watch them thing. or just like we don't know how to sell this yeah even though i feel like a lot of these are sort of that mm-hmm. it's sort of hard to sell yeah i mean that's the reason why we don't get good yeah. copies of his shit but so that's, that's why need. i need you,
1: criterion to back this fool and get a release on hell the yeah. list you know and even sightseers and all the all those films you know like just get him in there get him in the conversation you mm-hmm. know i'm hoping that them having him on the channel is a
0: sign again yes. They have a bunch of people on the channel. That doesn't always necessarily mean that they're gonna bring their films yeah. to their collection, but it also, but it does mean that they understand that those need the preservation. Attention. They yes. need attention. Yes. They need people to watch them. They need people to understand
1: that these films—they're not uh, existing films. Reason. They're not just grabbing films. They can just grab, like you know, they're like they're picking and choosing what they can grab. You yeah, know? like yeah. and Killus is one of those movies. You know, right? This is obviously maybe they can't fucking release it, so they're putting it on the channel. Yeah. so they can give it that seal of approval exactly and and, and you know and again
0: another reason about this podcast is to sort of bring attention to that like you know i mean just to bring something from the previous episode that we didn't uh, talk about from your killing zoe episode mm-hmm. that you know there's rumors
1: that (laughs) there's
0: rumors that uh criterion or or kino tried to get um killing Killing zoe Zoe. yes but the studio didn't let them the studio didn't want them to do that and they just buried it for some reason for some reason well they're they're trying to blacklist uh, and and, well they're trying to quinn tarantino probably said don't let fucking roger avery have a movie yeah put my shit on shit you know put my special editions on give me the money but and, who knows? I'm not saying that for sure. He has sure. yet
1: to be on Criterion, right? Or just no, I, I believe *Pulp Fiction*. Laser discs. Right? *Pulp Fiction* had a laser disc. Uh, so, uh, but
0: you know, again, that might also be a thing that he, you know, his studio won't let them take stuff. I don't because, know what
1: you're fucking doing, Quentin. But just get the whole bloody affair out there. Yeah. God damn it. But
0: the, yeah, the whole point is that um, you know we, we want to bring attention to these films and say that they belong on Criterion Collection and. A lot of times, maybe the Criterion Collection already maybe wanted to have these films. It's just that there's yeah. a lot of legal things they can do yeah. and stuff like that. So but all they you can know. get
1: is the streaming rights right now.
0: But at the same time, we
1: still want to bring attention
0: to these films. Yes. So, I mean, it's safe to say Kill List is in the Criterion it's Collection. It's in, baby. It's in the cult. Hell Watch yeah. this movie while you can. Yes, Get please. the... Get on. Criteria. DM
1: me. We'll fucking give you a link. Whatever. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I mean, hey, DM let's me. let's uh.
0: I mean, there's probably gonna be a loty, but let's let's uh. You know, let's share emails. Yeah. Let's start. Give me your uh. What do you got? Netflix or something? Let's trade something. Yeah. You got something? I'll give you criteria. Yeah, we'll give it.
1: We'll get it to you. <laughs>
0: You're the Criterion channel because yeah. you need to see this film. Kill Killers is in. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am Jordan Garcia. Please follow me at Young Jane Fonda on Instagram and then follow. The podcast at Criterion Cult Pod on Instagram. Also, follow at Criterion Colt on Twitter. And please, I am uh, Jordan Garcia, Jody Foster Army on Letterboxd. Please follow me. I just got back into it. I was watching a lot of TV shows, so I wasn't really putting mm. stuff on there. But now I'm getting back into it. Mondo, where uh, can we find you?
1: You can find, find me at save underscore Mondo, Twitter, letterbox Twitter, all that shit. Hell yeah, that's a lot easier. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry that I have
0: too much shit. I, I just made too many fucking names. Yeah. All right. Join the cult. Hell yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs>